Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementopie.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of One Meal, One Workout. I'm calling it the guys of the round table, even though the table is actually rectangular. Uh, for the first time ever in the history of the One Meal, One Workout podcast slash universe slash interweb franchise, Don, Mark, and Aaron are all in the same room. Yay. Huzzah. Ow. And uh, using as yet untested equipment, Don's levels have not been set in a real world scenario. So uh, if you can't hear anymore, he's too loud. It's all Don's fault. You said get right in the mic. I did. And I'm sorry, should, that's incorrect. Uh, Mark said get right in the mic. And that's how you should be. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you handle that. Thing. Trust me, I'll fix it in post. He will. Hey. He'll fix everything in post. In post, I'm going to sound like James Earl Jones. <laughs> Say, Luke, I'm your father, and I'll make it. I'll Luke, make it work. I'm your father. You should have heard, seen the look on his face when I told him how <laughs> was his father. All right. So uh, we also had another kind of. I guess it was a second time thing this morning. Don and I uh, went for a little run around El neighborhood, um, wearing his brand new. We weren't both wearing them. Don was wearing his brand new. Second pair of Vibram Five Fingers. Tell us about those, Don, and why you have them. What happened to your other pair? What happened to my other pair? I actually just finally blew them out. They, I actually wore a hole through the soul. And, uh, Sounds like I a, was, a bad rock band. Hole yeah, through the soul. Hole through the soul. Like <laughs> Christian alternative. Death metal. Yeah. Death metal. <laughs> alternative death metal. Is that a thing? Christian yeah. alternative death metal. Yeah. So, it's a new genre. Yeah. I, I was actually I was pretty proud of myself because... Yeah, I wore out a pair of shoes I bought specifically to run in, and I have put a lot of miles on them, and um, just right in the ball of my foot or whatever. They're the real basic pair, um, the KSOs, just the KSO standards is what they're called. If anybody's into Vibrams or is looking at them or whatever, I don't know what that means, yes. and I'm okay with that. <laughs> have you looked into having them resold? Um, it might be cheaper than buying new ones. No. I haven't. The, well, they're all, I mean, it's all of a piece for the most part. That soul is so that's custom. Right. It's like and, all soul. Yeah, it's, it? it's yeah. pretty much all soul on the <laughs> little piece of fabric over the another top. great band name, all soul. Yeah. All it's soul. also a day, all soul's uh, day. Yeah. You can just stick a piece of cardboard in the bottom of their shoe. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That works. It does until you get yeah. run in the rain. I've done that. Yeah. So, so I, I, um, I texted Abby that afternoon because I had discovered it at work, and uh, I texted her and I said, hey, I, I blew a hole in my Vibrams, um, and I can't remember what was going on. I think I was going to go. I was going to bike home or something, and I wanted her to come pick me up because they were quickly, the hole was quickly getting larger. I just want to make a note on how random that was. I was going to go bike home. I don't know that everyone's ever gone to bike home before. Bike awesome. home? What? Yeah. You, you might I, was a, going, I was going to bike home. Bike home? Bike Is that home. like you said? Bike home. Wow. <laughs> bike okay. home. I, see where I was like, from. I've heard people, you, you pick one up when you're at the store or something, but honey, I'm going to be late from work today. Why? I'm running by the store. I'm going to buy a comb. No. You're going to bike home. No. I got you now. Anybody that's ever watched the feed knows I don't, I don't even comb I, my hair. It doesn't I thought, even babe, That's why you had to go buy one. You've been, you've yeah, we were just sans comb for years and I just yeah. learned to deal with it as a lifestyle. No. New job and everything. It's time to get a comb. <laughs> wow. Can you tell we don't have a topic for the show yet? <laughs> we have, I have discussion. I have not one, but four discussion points. By in the way, oh, your, your run keeper says you ran uh, 5.6 miles this morning. Hooray. And I'm pretty sure you didn't. No, it's that's totally awesome, incorrect. Don. Yeah, we can talk about that too if we need to. <laughs> so I, yeah, it was, I was quickly going from a, a small hole to a, um, foot hanging through the bottom half of a set of Ibrams. And um we I texted her and I said, Hey, I wanna I I got a pair. I got blew a hole in the pair and, and I need you to come pick me up because I didn't want to just completely ruin this pair. 
And, and um, she said, okay, well, do you want to go look for some new ones? I said, oh, yeah, I guess we can go look. Little did I know, she wanted to try them to try some herself. Oh. She was excited to go see what she thought of them because I'd been wearing them for so long and I still loved them. So we actually left the store with two pair of Vibram. Wow. But I was smart enough to get the pair this time that have ex- a little bit of extra padding on the on the ball of the foot and the sole. So yeah, are these more do that. These designed, are those designed more specifically for roads, trails, or are they just a more heavy-duty period? Um, yeah, I think they're, I think they have trail in the name. Um, do you know what they are? Which ones they are? Yeah, no, they're, uh, no, don't, don't say vibrant five fingers. I'll throw this at you. No, I don't. I, I heard the, the sales guy at the shoe store cause we have this little mom and pop shoe store in town that, that actually sells these and they actually have sales guys. You have there, huge feet on this is you. size 45. Yeah. In this the right UK, there. Yeah. This is size 45 they, made in, in China. They run in millimeters or centimeters or something. Is, I don't know. Is it hard getting your toes in, in I mean, like at first? Initially, you, yes. Yeah. Very. Abby's still having a hard time with it, and she's had hers for a week. As long as she doesn't wear them for like three days with her toes in the wrong hole, she'll probably be okay. Yeah. Now, I, I personally, I told Don this morning when we were running that I'm kind of scared to even try them because I have a hammer toe. Dun, 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 dun. You hammer have toe. Fred Flintstone feet. I do have Fred Flintstone you feet. You have entirely flat toes all the way across. My foot's wide and flat. Triple E's, people. 14 triple E's what I wear. So, yeah, I might try. The good thing about Big Peach Running Company, a little shout out to them, whoop, whoop, is they will let you buy a pair of shoes and try it. And if you don't like them, they'll let you return them. Not bad. Which, which is nice because when you're buying shoes to really exercise in, you don't want to buy a pair, a $100 pair of shoes that ends up being junk and you don't like them at all. Yeah. So, uh, Mark. Yes, sir. What's going on with you? A whole lot of nothing in terms of fitness and health. Uh, a whole lot of everything in every other walk of life. Hooray. So there you go. Okay. I think I may have found a house. I hope I have. I went yesterday and found a place I like and said, I want it. And then they said, we'll get the paperwork over to you. And then they haven't yet. Have you so, done that follow-up email yet that says, where's I, my electronic paperwork? I, I have. And twice, no response still, actually, huh? Yeah. Of course, it is Sunday. It's true. Some people actually take today off. Yeah. Not us. We're working on a Sunday. We're podcasting. And since that's our primary source of income. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Mark. Any other any other like personal news, Don? Mark, anything as far as you want to share with anybody? Anybody? Nothing going on. Nothing. No. The fact that I have gotten to meet Mark in the past yeah. four hours is pretty spectacular. It is cool. This is a first. That's definitely a a big first. Not just that we're recording a podcast in the same room, but that we are in the same room. We are. Wonder Twin powers activate. We, shouldn't we be the Wonder Twin triplets? Who gets to be the bucket of water? Who gets to be the bear? And who gets to be the new thing that we just made up because we're Wonder Triplets now? Uh, I'll be Gleek. Yeah. <laughs> I will no, solve that. The third one can turn into anything metal. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Shape of uh, a fork. An anvil. An anvil. That's fun. Yeah, we all named something different. I felt bad. I always felt bad for Zan because, you know, she got to be a bear and he would be like, a bucket of water. Yeah. I was so sad. It was really sad. Okay. So in the news, um, we always encourage people on this show to work out, to exercise. We gave them, you know, A through Z things you can do to be active the other day. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to take anything too far, to the extreme, to the ridiculous levels. Um, like I'm, I almost said like Obamacare, but there's no way I'd say that on this podcast. Um, wait, I just did. Except that, yeah. uh, but Moving on. I didn't. It's uh, like anytime somebody says not to mention, that yeah, means they're about to mention. Exactly. Uh, irregardless, uh, 
<laughs> Maniacal laugh. Uh, we, but something you really need to think about is uh, everybody knows when you're driving your car. This is, this is the way my brain works. I'm segueing. You know, everybody knows when you drive your car and the little red light that looks like an oil can, old thing, an old school oil thing that nobody nowadays even knows what that is, okay. comes on. Right. Okay. That it's a warning indicator that your car is overheating or out of oil or needs the, the engine to be looked at, right? Very few of us ever, um, well, most of the times, if you can afford to get it looked at, you don't just ignore that. And you never crawl up under the dash and cut the wires to it with a pair of pliers. Uh, most people, right? The average person? Most people. Okay. Even though you, some people do plug a computer thing into it and reset it and just ignore it for a while. Well, that the equivalent of that in our human body is pain. And we usually don't ignore it. We try not to, but sometimes we do uh, if we want to continue to do what we're doing. And we and the equivalent of cutting the wire or resetting the code is taking Advil. You know, chronically. Like, just I always ache every time I run, so I'm just going to continue to take Advil and just continue to run. That kind of thing. And this, it's a rough correlative. So... The thing, I'm, the point of what I'm trying to make is, if you're having chronic pain, that may not be a big deal, or it may be, but you need to know if it is or not. You know, I had a car that had the check engine light on for five years because the the uh, the one of the sensors in the motor was out. The motor was fine, had plenty of oil, but the sensor was blown. And my mechanic said, I can replace the sensor; it'll be four hundred dollars. And I said, the car house nine hundred dollars. And he said, you probably don't replace the sensor then. And I said, you're right. And I drove it with the light on for five years. So, did you put a piece of black tape over it? No, I just I just pretended it was my friend and said hello to it every morning when I cranked my car. <laughs> hello, little light. I had one of those like that. In my I had several of those like that in my first car. People get in and ask, "Why is that light on?" If it turns off, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the go light. It means everything's working. That's right. But so, um, I, for example, have IT band syndrome right now. Uh, it's not something that you get and then goes away in one day. You probably, if you've listened to a podcast on, on this, one of our, excuse me, one of our podcasts before, you've probably heard me talking about it because it's an overuse injury. And so if you continue to use it, you will most likely continue to have pain. So what I've done is um, stopping doesn't really help it either. So I've made sure I stretch. I've started using my foam roller that I bought uh, and I've made sure I don't overdo it. If I start getting pain while I'm, pain beyond the norm while I'm exercising, I just stop. And so uh, what I'm saying all that to say, I've got an article here uh, in the news article this week from msnbc.msn.com forward slash ID forward slash four seven six seven two eight six seven dash NS dash health dash fitness dash pound dot T underscore BJ three seven V S R L C. I need to make a marker to edit that out. I'd like that to stay, please. <laughs> um, the, uh, that article if you choose to navigate to it, or you could go to the show notes. Uh, it talks about exercising too much. Now, some people get addicted to it. They get addicted to the orf- endorphins. It's a psychological thing where they feel like if they don't work out, they're not good. They're evil people if they don't work out. Um, I think uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a rated R comment on YouTube that you could easily find about his comments on what it feels like to exercise at certain points in his life. Yes. Yeah. There was, that's, that, that's right out of the movie Pumping Iron. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're not we can edit that out mark okay uh so anyway no i'm not editing anything now okay you've, you've told it's me. just r-rated kids don't go on youtube and search things that right. aren't appropriate please thank you so basically you say it sucks no uh, the other way around it's awesome yes okay. yeah but that's not awesome's not the really, word to use really, we'll tell you yeah. off air mark we'll tell you off air don't worry um so yeah you don't want to um you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to put yourself in a situation psychologically where you feel like a failure if you miss a workout because you're hurt or because you're having pain. 
and uh, or that you're tied down to a certain type of exercise because that's what you've always done. If I don't do this, then I can't exercise. You know, you can modify what you're doing and change what you're doing so you don't get hurt. All right. That was our in the news article. Any comments on that, guys? Hooray. Perfect. All right. So next, on to our first discussion point. By the way, um, just to preface, we decided last night to do this podcast for sure. And I made the notes about four minutes before we started recording. So um, just in, 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 what's the word? In, uh, for sake of full disclosure. Full disclosure. This yes. is not our typical. This is, that's why it's called, this episode's called, called The Guys of the Roundtable. Because we're just kind of sitting around the table chatting about how we're feeling, where we're at, and what we're thinking about. So on a scale of one to ten, the first question I'm posing to the panel today. Um, on your progress, not like I'm a ten is you're done getting fit. One is you haven't started. But on your overall, and Mark's already hinted at this, uh, kind of level of moving forward right now. Uh, you know, are you full guns blazing, hardcore, full nine yards, can't think of any more analogies, or are you backpedaling, crawdadding? What's the, One what's is bad. the threshold? One is, is bad. Is five that you're staying where you're at? Five would be, you're, yeah. Five one would, is full steam reverse? Yes, okay. I would say five. You can't bring numeric net metrics into a conversation with geeks. This Without is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Five would be, you're sticking with the stat. You're not gaining weight. You're not losing weight. You're not getting more fit. You're not getting less fit. You're not ga- gaining any cardio. You're not getting any stronger. You know, but you're not getting weaker either. It's just kind of you're holding your ground. Five is you're holding your ground. Four. Four. So you're going backwards, Don. Slightly. You're continuing to go backwards. I thought you'd turn that around with the bike into work. Kind of. <laughs> it it goes. It, it's it's not consistent. Are you waffle? Are you a four, seven, four, seven, four, seven, four, four, seven, seven, eight, 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 one, 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 one. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't get to one, and I'd love to get to eight. I think eight's kind of more where I was at before. No, the diet's a big thing. Um, the diet hasn't been there for a while. Um, the uh, the the biggest thing I've noticed myself doing is uh, baby cleanup. So uh, she's doing the you know the real food and eating what we eat and that sort of thing. And the danger. Her, yeah. If it's on her plate and she's not eating it or whatever, I start nibbling on it and or it's snack time for her and she has Cheerios or goldfish or whatever. And I'll get a handful and yeah, yeah it's that type it's of It's an easy thing to do. I mean, I've caught myself in the last year cleaning Nathaniel's plate a few times that I shouldn't have. And then biking to work is not, is not always consistent. If I've got a, a something important, a big meeting or whatever, I usually won't bike to work because I don't have a way to shower. I'll change when I get there, but I know I'm still kind of stinky. Right. And um, I think if it's be, 109 degrees outside, like it has been uh, the past couple of days around here, then I'm not going to bike to work. I would. I think it'd be also if you mounted a pole on the back of your bike, like an old, uh, uh, I think called IV pole, like welded it to your bike and then hung your clothes in a hangout bag on it and drove with them like flamping behind you. I've actually considered that exact scenario because I also have to put my my freshly ironed clothes that my wife irons for me in a backpack and take them to work and. Yeah, I feel bad that she does all that work and then they're not as pristine as, as whenever she did them. Another option, I'm just throwing this out there because I'm a guy, so I come up with solutions. That's what we do, guys. It's true. Is uh, true story. Monday, drive to work and take your entire week's worth of clothing. We've considered that, actually. Yeah, that's an idea. And then you just shove them all in the backpack to bring them home on Friday. Be a big backpack. More like a duffel bag, wouldn't it? It's true. Yeah. So, a four, huh? A four. You're slowly sliding backwards into oblivion. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm hitting the point where I will stop sliding because you know I mean it's not yeah. 
And I was thinking about this earlier this morning that uh, people have the mindset that if you, you know, eat a donut, you're going to gain a pound. And until you, you do eat the you donut, gain three pounds, every donut. Yeah. And one donut you, equals one third pound. And, um, <laughs> no, it's, it gain weight's a lifestyle thing. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's not that I've eaten a donut and I've got to gain a pound and or I've, I have gained a pound and I have to go run a mile. It's that my caloric intake is going to maintain this weight over the next, you know, however right. long. So, um, I think I've hit the point where I am at a 280 lifestyle. So you're, you, you really, you're really a five in a lot of ways then you're just, you're yeah, not I'm, gonna, not, I'm not happy with it. Right. So, so you're calling and I, well, I can see, I can see those. I mean, I've let these habits creep in and if I don't put a stop to it, they're just going to keep creeping because right. that's how I ended up at 360 before. Yeah. It's good. Don. See this, this is the kind of show sometimes we need where we just talk about what's real right here. In case you didn't see it, I just hit my head, my chest with my thumb, my fist, my fist. Edit that out, Mark. Just hit my chest with my fist like I was a gangster type guy right there. And when heart. he says, in case you didn't see it, he means since you didn't see it, since there are no cameras on. And there's. Uh, well, yeah. Don and Mark are seeing it. Yes. Yeah. So, well, you're right, Mark. No cameras to restore this historic <laughs> moment in one minute. Mark. In case you're not hiding in the closet looking through the cracked door right now. <sighs> All right. Um, Mark, you, you've already fessed up and said that. Fitness right now is not happening with you. In fact, just the opposite. Right. You've chunked it out the window for the well, time being. Yeah, not entirely. Uh, but yeah, pretty much. Um, as as it has been alluded to a few times before, uh, I've just recently moved uh, across country, uh, across three, four states. Uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, states. Alabama, Georgia. Four yeah, states. Four states. Uh, if you count Texas, it's five. Um, and you have to count Texas because if you drive through Texas, started, you have to count it. Right. Yeah. We counted uh, Georgia, too. So, yeah. So anyway, I, uh, new job, new place, new location. Uh, I don't, ha- I'm, I'm living right now and, and, and I'm pointing to it cause in case, know, in case they can't see it, Mark's right. pointing in case they can't see it. <laughs> that's I'm, right. I'm living right now in Aaron's spare bedroom and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking for a place and, but I, I can't really cook for myself right now. I can't really do it. My schedule is crazy. Uh, I haven't had opportunities uh, to to even attempt really to work out. So the sort of the decision I made uh, before I even left was going through this probably next month to, to two months. Uh, there's going to be so much emotional and physical stress on me. I'm going to comfort eat. I'm just going to accept that reality. I'm going to allow myself that because right now it's sort of the only piece of comfort I have. I don't have family. I, I'm, I'm in a bed I don't like much. Sorry, Aaron, but it's true. Everybody says um, it's comfortable. I've never tried yeah. it personally, but. Yeah, well, it's it's six feet tall, and I'm not. Yeah, that's the problem. Right, uh, or six feet long. Well, no, uh, you look at it this way, Mark. It comes with foot room. <laughs> yeah, off the end where you can put your feet comfortably. Anyway. Except that it has two posts that oh, I've yeah, kicked yeah, on yeah. a number of that's occasions. True. But anyway, it's just uh, I, I have decided that for my own mental and emotional uh, well-being. I have to give up on the physical well-being just temporarily, understanding that it's not a lifetime choice here. I, I've set a limit on it. Uh, and so, yeah, that's I'm, what's the date of that limit so we can um, hold you accountable. Like to that. August first. Okay, August first. Yeah. So that <laughs> that's I've, a good date. Yeah. So I've I've just you know I've been eating fried foods and ice cream and and just uh, taking comfort where I can in that. Is it healthy? No. Uh, yeah. Is it where I need to be right now? I think so. Yeah. And and August first is when my comfort eating will start because that's our first go live at work. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's something and that's something we talk a lot about 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 a lot too that you're making a conscious decision right yeah so you're doing this knowing full well that this is not something that's permanent knowing that you are actively 
participating in the process. You're not just letting it creep in on yourself like I am. Yeah. The understanding where you're at and what you're doing is half the battle for sure. It's all it's definitely ha- everything's half the battle. Many things are half the battle. Yeah. Let's focus on what it's all the battle. Yeah. Uh so for me, I would say, you know, a year and however many months ago, back in before I got hurt, so like last May, um, like May a year ago, I was like a nine. I was running further than I'd ever run before. I was eating as healthy as I ever had. I was the only thing I could have done probably was add a little bit of resistance training in there, and that'd put me right at a ten. I mean, I was just like, I'm going crazy. This is awesome. Ow, my leg hurts. I can't run. And then that happened. And and then I went from a, a nine to like a two. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I can't run, I can't exercise, and I need comfort food. Like you know, it was the same kind of thing. I found myself eating bad because it, and I, I gained about twenty pounds back. I would say now, five being holding my own, I'm I'm hovering between a six and a seven. I'm making progress, I'm moving forward. I'm I'm healthier. I've lost some weight. I'm starting to run again. Now that my injury is is better, um, but I'm not back to the eight or nine that I was before. I, even though I anticipate with Runmageddon being less than 260 days away that uh, I will approach that level of you're going to have to be at a 9.5 soon yeah. to get ready for that. Yeah. So I'm sure I've got my goal right now. I'll probably weigh 250. That's what it's just give ballpark five, give, give or take five pounds. My goal is to be 210 at the most by the time I run the marathon. In case you didn't have it listened to the last few episodes, I'm running the marathon, Georgia marathon on March 17th. So that's 40 pounds. I'd actually like to be down you silence your cell phones. I'd actually like to be down to 200 pounds, which I haven't been 200 pounds since like the seventh grade. Uh, but we'll see if I can do 50 pounds in, in six months, basically seven months. You've done it before. I have. Actually, I've done 50 pounds in like eight weeks. There you go. Um, can I interrupt you for yeah. just a moment? It, I just did by asking if I could. That email that just came across mm-hmm. um, that made me was a notification of a pay bell. Payment. So I just want to take a moment to say, those of you who have donated uh, uh, to Element OP Productions in the past, thank you very much. That's what that was. That was somebody has a weekly donation that uh, fires off at Sunday uh, Sunday morning. Wow. Um, right. It's you know because they know we never record podcasts on Sunday right. morning. Every little bit helps. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there, if you go to the website, there's a tip jar button, uh, and you can do a re- recurring donation for I think it's two, five, or ten dollars. Or you can do a one-time donation of whatever you choose. Yep. So uh, that that those sort of things help me buy equipment and and uh, uh, buy bandwidth and all of that good stuff. So uh, just a quick word of thanks while that happened right yeah. there. And you didn't interrupt me because I was done. Okay, so that worked out perfectly. Moving on. All right. So and if you would like to can if you would like to donate and you're not, it's simple, it's easy, yes. and it helps. And if you don't want to flat out donate move over a couple of tabs and click on the Amazon tab and order something. Right. I did get some feedback recently. I don't know which show the guy listens to, but he said he made a purchase through our Amazon link and didn't get any notification and just wondered if it worked. And that's exactly how it works. It's a completely transparent process. Yeah. You don't pay anymore. Uh, the experience is exactly the same. They just give me a, you know, a couple of percentage off of it. Right. So next time you need a $2,000 refrigerator, make that happen. Go to Amazon and buy it. Next time you need a house, can you buy houses on Amazon? If you can't, you should be able to. Yeah. Let's make it happen, guys. You, you don't can, get on that You can that buy the stuff that you need to make a house, I'm there pretty sure. Excellent. Next time you're constructing a home. So I've got a... Furnishing it. I've got a note here in uh, the, the show notes, because we actually do have show notes. Um, they are a bathe in swaddling clothes. They're so young. They've, they've only been around for a few minutes. And it says, upcoming changes, 1 p.m., 1 p.w. You know what that means? I'll tell you what that means. I know what it means. I figured it out. I cracked your code. Did you? I did. 1 p.m., 1 p.w. 
normally one M one W is kind of our slang, even though that actually means one man, one woman. People use that as the hashtag for the whole uh, gay marriage debate on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's brilliant. Yeah. One meal and workout is. Uh, I use right, and we abbreviate one M one W in show notes and things. One PM one PW is something Cheryl and I, my wife, are going to start on Monday, a week from tomorrow, uh, when she gets back from Texas, and that's going to be one Paleo meal, one P ninety X workout. So. We're just trying some things different just for some fun. So we're going to try the paleo eating style. I'm not going to call it a diet because we don't, you don't buy anything. You don't count points and everything. You listened to the show last week. Elizabeth Connect was here with us. Did a great job uh, talking about the paleo diet. And um, and we'd already been looking at that and investigating it as just kind of a healthier way to eat as opposed to a quote unquote diet. And then P90X is the reason, one of the main reasons we're doing P90X guys um, is it's something Cheryl and I can do together. Uh, if you've ever listened to a single podcast, you probably know that I have a son named Nathaniel. We will be six next week. Happy birthday, Nathaniel. And uh, I usually run in the evening and I can't go run and Cheryl go with me. I guess I could right now because I have a guy living in my guest bedroom. Yes. Um, but uh, normally we can't leave Nathaniel here and go run together. We like to run together, but we can't. So I thought, why not take a page out of Tony Horton's book and get P90X and we can do that a few nights a week together in the living room. You know, so that's something we can do. We can put Nathaniel to bed and she and I can work out together. Um, so we're going to try that. I bought it off the Craigslist for 50 bucks. And uh, I figured it was worth an investment just to try it, Even if we only end up doing it two or three nights a week instead of the whole six days a week or whatever you're supposed to do. Uh, but that's it. 1 p.m., 1 p.w. We'll see how it works out. Um, Dean Carnazes, you, you guys who know Dean Carnazes is? No. He's the ultra marathon man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, knew, I, knew I, knew, I know you knew that. I know you knew that I knew that. I did not know that you knew that, but I knew that you knew that you knew. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a, kind of a messed up line from Mystery Man. Um, he uh, says, well, in, a, in an interview I read with him the other day, he said one of the main mistakes that runners make, especially people that run a lot, is they don't do any type of cross training because they end up spending so much time running. Um, he said he does, what he does is very simple. He does push-ups, chin-ups, and sit-ups. And that gives him you know, some upper body strength and kind of gives him some I'm doing air quotes, core workout. And he said the other thing that uh, road runners have a problem with a lot of times is they only run straight ahead. And so all their lateral movement muscles get atrophied to a certain degree because all they're doing is straight ahead. They there's no, there's no like soccer or tennis. There's none of that side to side motion. Um, so he recommends doing some, some training that'll do that. Now for me, what I'm going to do for that and what I have been doing for that is trail running. Because trail running, that is what trail running is. You're hopping left and right a whole bunch, especially if it's, rough terrain at all so anyway for what that's worth 1 p.m 1 pw if you hear me talking about that that's what it is it doesn't mean one pretty male one pretty woman uh we're not walking the, down the street there you go <clears throat> any any comments on that guys i don't, I don't want this to be a monologue there's a monologue i can just record it on my phone and email it tomorrow oh. what what any comments okay oh, oh. all right it's getting hot it is. Mark moved here from Texas, and it's hotter in Texas uh, usually as it is. People say it's hot in Atlanta, and it's usually not to me and Mark. Right. Usually, like, yeah, it's hot, but it's not. If you're from Michigan, it's hot in Atlanta. If you're from Houston, it's not hot in Atlanta. No. It's it could be. On the average, it's usually two to five degrees, maybe even ten degrees cooler. Especially like last summer, we were here. What, Don? We were getting. You were getting some pretty good heat down in Waycross area. Yeah, we were getting triple digits pretty solid for a little while. But Mark had, what, a record 90-something days of over 100 in a row or something crazy like that? Oh, it was over 110 for like three days. uh, No, 13 days straight, which is hot. Yeah. Yeah. So, But it is getting hot. It is getting hot out there. 
And uh, one of our very first episodes, I don't remember which one it was. I didn't go back and look it up. We talked about signs of heat exhaustion. I remember uh, that one. And this, this goes back to what we were talking about in the warm-up about, you know, listening to your body. This is not something you want to play with. I've had heat exhaustion before. It's not fun. Now, what are we going to do now, Don, is we're going to do a quiz. Last time, Mark was able to name all the symptoms of heat exhaustion from memory. Do you remember that? Were you in that episode? It might have been episode one or two. Maybe it was episode five. Maybe it was episode two. Maybe three. If it was one or two, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. So, Don, I mean, Mark, let's see. Let's, let's go back and forth. Let's do that. Are you looking it up, Mark? I, I will be closing this document now. I had opened it being a good prepared host. I had opened the document. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm now prepared it. for the quiz. So He's we'll, studying. He's a good We have student. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It looks like 11. 11 symptoms and signs. They added one. How are we supposed to remember one that they added? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 11. Calling shenanigans. 11. 11 signs and symptoms. Anybody know what the difference between a sign and a symptom is when they, when they say in medical literature signs and symptoms? Little little medical explanation for you. A sign is something that's visible to the observer or measurable by equipment. A symptom is conveyed by the patient. I feel nauseous. That's a symptom. My heart rate is elevated. That's a sign. Under that, or is it? I feel nausea. I feel nauseated. I was about I to say never, nauseous. It would be observable, right? Because you make other people nauseated. Okay, and that yeah. is pedantic. Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. All right. So, uh, since Mark is the reigning champion of heat exhaustion symptoms, we'll let you go first. Mark, name a sign or a symptom. Uh, uh, let, me, let me paste them into a document so I can mark them off. We want to make sure there's no no uh, no way. By the way, guys. Um, uh, please, no wagering. This is purely for entertainment purposes. Well, since we just had the whole discussion, nausea. Nausea. Let's see here. I see it. Number eight is nausea. And that one is now off the list. All right, Don. Uh, you no longer sweat. You no longer sweat. We're going to go. I believe that falls into the heat. Or is that heat stroke? stroke but okay. Profuse I'm, sweating is. I've moved on. Then. I'm giving you that one. I'm giving okay. you profuse sweating. There's but sweating involved. If you stop sweating, you're already in trouble. Just FYI. You're so way that, in trouble. That's, that's a, that is, a, that is a, a valid point to bring up. So, all right, Mark. Uh, disorientation or dizziness. Which one would you like? Uh, dizziness. Dizziness. Okay. I'll take disorientation. All right. I'm going to call that confusion is what they call it. Okay. And that is, that is true. You can be a little dizzy and still know exactly where you are. Or you can be running in the street and not realize what, not know what street to turn on. And that's two different different things that you got to watch out for um i have a problem with this one because i'm kind of dizzy all the time and i'm confused most days so i'm not every day i'm running i'm like am i having heat stroke i'm not sure what? all right don you just did confuse him. mark we've got seven left well one that they put in there that i always think is kind of redundant is fatigue yeah fatigue and it's redundant because because if you're in a situation where you're having heat stroke you're probably <clears throat> exerting yourself and you're tired yeah I guess so. I guess it would be maybe maybe not. You're not sleepy, but you're starting to feel that muscle fatigue. We'll yeah. give it to you because it's in the list, right? Fatigue, fatigue. What sounds good? Weakness is is a better way to put it. Maybe. Yeah. All right, Don. Don's digging. Digging deep. Uh, I just gave him a big hint. Did you see it? He dismissed it completely. He thought it was headache. real. Headache. Yes. For those of you not watching the live feed that doesn't exist, I put my hand against my head and made a frowny face. Uh, yeah, I thought it was because I was straining my brain so hard. To this, come up with and that's actually, from my experience, one of the first things that happens. The few times that I've started to have some heat exhaustion and the time that I did have kind of a heat stroke type situation, severe heat exhaustion, 
I had a splitting like migraine headache that just came on fairly quickly and was just like, you know, steel spikes behind my eyes type headache. So uh, that's a good sign to not continue to do what you're doing. All right. Mark. Uh, probably thirst is on the list. Uh, no. No? No. Because that is one. Extreme thirst. Lack of thirst? No. Um, how about chills? Is that on the list? No. That's that's heat stroke. Yeah. Um, We've got, what, six left? Five left. Five left. Anytime you have total silence, that's good radio. <laughs> these are these are way different. All right, so... Did you see me jump into that? Yeah. yeah that was a good yeah, job, was, You found it out. All right. Boom. <laughs> All right, so uh, pale more skin every day around here. Okay, pale skin. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just. I make have it. heat stroke. <laughs> wait, wait. Don always has heat stroke. <laughs> pale skin, and that's you know that's like that. It you kinda, have Irish ancestry. That's what you have. Indeed. Um, you know, you, you'll see the person look like somebody does right before they get sick. You know, the the right. blood drains out of their head type thing. Rapid heartbeat. You get start your heart oh, just starts yes. going. You know, like a dig a dig a dig a dig like that. Muscle cramps. That's a that's a pretty early sign usually too. That means that's bad because that. You can die from that. That's um that can be a sign of hypokalemia, I believe it's called, where you start getting or hyponeutremia. Which one is it? You start getting low calcium in your blood, uh, and basically you have to have calcium for muscles to fire. And one of the muscles that you use frequently is your heart. There's actually been a few cases of marathon runners who have died from drinking too much water and diluting their blood too much, not having enough calcium to make their heart beat. If I'm making that up. I'm not sure, but you might you can fact check that on me and let me know. Uh, eat some thumbs before you run a marathon fainting not just dizziness but just flat out fainting right and then last but not least which is kind of hard to check while you're running dark colored urine uh you know if you're out working though in the yard and you come in to use the bathroom and you're caught and your urine looks like you know italian roast uh from starbucks that's probably a bad sign it's a well, sign it doesn't have to be brown really deep yellow yeah counts. dark color yeah. dark color it's your, your urine should most of the time, guys that are out there listening, your urine should most of the time be light, pale yellow, or less. And if, yeah, darker means you're not getting enough water. Yeah, you're dehydrated. So, all right. So, what do you do, guys? If you have one or more of those signs and symptoms, what do you do? Immediately cool yourself and take water. Yes. <clears throat> Cease all functioning. I mean, don't uh, rest, find shade. All right. So, um, those are, those are, very apropos to the problem that you may be having. So the list that they, they, they found out a list here for us, drink plenty of non-caffeinated and non-alcoholic beverages. All right. And, uh, remove water, any, drink water. Yeah. Drink plenty of water. And well, you, you know, Pedialyte's good. That's what I actually right. drank when I had it. Um, electrolyte and sports drinks are not bad to get because they do have some things that can help remove any tight or unnecessary clothing. That's helpful. Um, take a cool shower, bath or spun badge. You don't want to take a cold one. Cause that can put you in shock. It can it can not be good, but a cool shower bath or something. But when breath. you're that overheated, a warm shower will feel cold. Yeah, it will. And then apply apply other active cooling measures such as fans or ice towels. So you know if you don't want to go jump immediately in the shower because you are dizzy, you don't want to fall over. I'd recommend sitting in a chair, propping your feet up, getting a nice cool glass, not ice cold, but cool glass of water and or Gatorade or sports drink. Taking a towel and putting cold water on it and putting it around the back of your neck, that kind of thing, or over the top of your head, and just relax for a little bit. And here's the deal. If you don't feel better after about 30 minutes, like the main symptoms that you're experiencing are going away, you ought to go see a doctor because you could already be into heat stroke and which can be fatal. Um, and the, the big thing that people got to remember is, is it's like drowning in movies. You ever notice that in a movie, somebody will drown, they'll pull them out. They'll do mouth to mouth, pump their chest. And they'll be like, wow, that was close. I almost died. All right, let's go. 
that doesn't really happen. When you almost drown, it's bad and you get fluid in your lungs and yeah, and there's all kinds of repercussions. Same way with this. Just because you recovered um, from the, the immediate signs and symptoms of the heat exhaustion, it doesn't mean that the effects are gone away. You want to continue to make sure you hydrate and uh, you don't want to overexert yourself for the next several days. You'll actually be heat sensitive for a few days after that. So just so be careful. Don't come back into the house and do these things. And then 30 minutes later, when the headache goes away, go back outside and continue right. the activity. The lawn. Yeah, yeah, I'll go finish mowing the lawn. And that's when you're going to die. Yep. So before, just, before doing anything stupid, consult your healthcare provider. <laughs> and if you've ever had a heat stroke, like for the rest of your life, you're more, pr- more prone to heat yeah. stroke. Yeah. True. If you've let it go that far. They're, they're, they're nothing to laugh about. No, they're no game. So the last thing I want to pose out there, just to our listeners, um, Don and I are running the Flow Rock uh, mud race on August something. 18th. 18th. And we will make sure that we're hydrated and not heat exhausted. That's right. Um, and so my, my next question out to our listeners is, if you're, if you're using the running and walking thing to be your, your main mode of uh, getting fit, when's your next race? What's your next goal? If you don't have a race scheduled and you're a runner, I would highly encourage, unless you're just you're an accomplished runner and you run all the time, you're great, then ignore everything I'm saying. But if you're that guy like me that's still trying to get in shape and you're using running as your primary cardio, put a race on the calendar and put the money down on it. That's what I recommend. See, I wanted to do a couple of races, uh, especially motor races, but it wasn't until I put money down on Flow Rock that I was knew that I was serious, that I knew that I knew that I was going to do it. Whether I trained for it or not, I was still going to get out there and try it. And right. because I know I'm going to do it, it is, it's in the back of my head and it's going to make me, the next time I think, and do I want to ride my bike to work today or do I just want to let Abby take me? I'm going to remember that and I'm probably going to ride my bike. Good answer. All right. So um, this show is going to be a short show. So if you plan to listen to it on your hour run, sorry. Play back and listen to it again. I'm not done. Are you done? Yeah, we're done. We're not done. We're all fixing to get in the car and go to church. We don't have time? No. We're out of time? We're getting close. I mean, if you have something else you want to talk about, we can talk about something. I do. Okay. Well, one second. Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead. All right. Smooth segue from what we were just talking about. What were we talking about again? We were talking about signing up for a race. Setting Sign, a goal. Sign, setting a goal. There you go. That's what, I was, that's what I was going for. So super smooth segue. I need something, and this is totally not unprepared and and there may not be a real answer to this, but I'm, I've been looking for something for the past couple of weeks that I can't do because of the fact that I'm a big guy. Like one of the, uh, one of the big things that maybe one of the big things that motivated me to lose weight whenever I was at my biggest was that I was starting to hit the threshold of not being able to do things that air quotes, normal people can do mm-hmm. because I was so large. <clears throat> So I went to Six Flags and I couldn't ride any of the roller coasters and I couldn't, you know, there were a lot of physical things that I couldn't do or didn't want to do or whatever because of my size. Um, and we talked about being your own superhero and being able to do things that you've always wanted to do or you think about and you, you know, your body just can't handle. Mm-hmm. And I need to start looking for those things again because I've realized now that's one of the things that really motivated me and being able to do those is very concrete evidence and feedback right. for me that I was doing, doing something right. That's good. Are you asking for us and or listeners to send you things to try to see? Or are you just commenting that you're looking for things? Both. Okay. I, I mean, is there anything that you know that you are looking forward to? Actually, this, I forgot to put this in the show notes on, on when I was spending the hours working on them. Um, I'm going kayaking next Saturday for the first time. And that was one of the things that I've always wanted to do that I've always been too big to do. 
So I'm really excited about that. But that's kind of one of the one of my lists. Rock climbing was a big one for me. I'd always felt like I was way too big to go rock climbing, and you know, last summer I think I finally went rock climbing for the first time. And uh, that's that's one. Have you ever been rock climbing? I have not. I would, I would like to try. That's fun. It's kind of scary. I fell and hit my face against the wall because my person that was blaming me didn't blame me. But other than that, it was great, great fun. Mark, you got anything? I I don't know if a, a, a chin up. I'd love to be able to do a chin up. I have these little tiny girly T-Rex arms. <laughs> except they're not girly because I know a lot of girls that could beat me in an arm wrestling contest. <laughs> so that's something. And that's... um. You know, I'm, I've been looking at how to get started on arm stuff. Right. And Aaron and I even talked about last night uh, at dinner. I don't, I can't do a push up. How do I, how do I get to where I can do a push up? And that's something Aaron's been working on too. Yeah. That's how I, I, I went from not, from being bar- barely able to hold myself in a plank position to be able to do a decent six push ups by using the bathroom counter. That's exactly what I did. I, I started out with my feet fairly close to the counter. And then as I got stronger, I moved my feet further and further back and, I remember the day I dropped down and actually did my first push up. It was very exciting. It was very slow. It was like and down and uh Kate's clipping me off, that's okay. Admit it. Cheryl I did a push up. Cheryl I did a push up. What run through the house? Yeah, I remember you telling the story of you telling Cheryl, Hey, watch me do a push up. Check it out. Here, watch, watch, watch. Down. Uh, the same deal. After yeah. <laughs> about ten seconds, are you still watching? <laughs> I'm almost done. Hang on. Are you looking at me? I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost done. done. I'm on. Look, you see how far I've gotten? It's gonna happen. All it's right. right here. So, um, I am. Unless Don, do you have any other questions before I wrap it up? That's probably good. Okay. So, CaveMomChronicles.com is Elizabeth Connect from last week. She's got lots of great paleo recipes on there. Um, my healthy recipe tip this week is: don't go out with your friends and get ice cream twice at one time. That was my, that's what I did last night. Just being in full honesty, me, Don and Mark, the, the three guys from one million workout, your weekly dose of health, food and fitness went out to eat dinner last night. And then after dinner, we went back out and went to Dunkin Donuts slash Baskin Robbins and had ice cream when there's nothing wrong with that. Now I went back and got a second ice cream. There's something wrong with that. <laughs> you wanted a cone. I did. I really wanted a cone. I just said I wanted a cone and I was, you know, why not? <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> the the thing that i've always fought with on on diets in the past is their rules their laws their their binding and they the, the condemnation that comes with them so i decided when i started this journey a couple of years ago that i wasn't going to put myself in that situation if i really wanted the ice cream more than i wanted to be healthy at that moment the the rule is not going to keep me from eating ice cream anyway so i beat myself up over it true story doesn't help so i eat the ice cream all right uh, if you have any tips for Don or any ideas of what he can do to what some challenges he could set for himself, maybe that's, maybe I'll do that, Don. I remember I wrote a top 10 list of things I'll be happy to no longer have to do once I lose weight. You remember that? I, one? Yeah, that was one of the big things that I was just like, I'm I'm right there with you on yeah, pretty much all of this. Maybe I ought to write instead of things you're, you don't want to, you'll look forward to not doing. Maybe you could do a five, list of five things of you, that you want to be able to do. There you go. Something like that. Or seven or three. You could pick a number. Any number you want. You can roll or, a six-sided. Or I could just write a list and then however many things are in that list, then Yeah. You can roll a six-sided, four-sided, and eight-sided dice and add it together. Because you could have you could have a potential of eighteen things, or you could have as little as three. Sure. And then it would fit your gaming persona. All right. Uh, if you have any of those suggestions, email Aaron double A R O N at one million workout dot com or go to the forums and post it or go to the website or go to YouTube or go to Twitter or anywhere. One million workout dot com. 
And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with our rambling show today. I think there's some good information in there, though. I really do. I think people need to be reminded at this time of the year about heat exhaustion. And if you found the show in November and you're listening back to old episodes, remember it for next year. All right. This is when the music fades up. So it's time for you to say, remember, before starting any diet or exercise program, it's important to consult your health care provider.